Broadcasting worldwide from an undisclosed location high up on the Rocky Mountains, this is Truth Frequency Radio. And now, here are your hosts, Chris and Cherie G. Gentlemen, here we are once again tapped into the truth frequency. I am your host, Chris Geo, and joining me as always is my lovely chipmunk, twin flame, co-host, and wife, Cherie. Good evening, everyone. And it is March 22nd, 2013. We have another advanced show for you this evening. Seven Bomber of Resistance2010.com will be joining us here in a few minutes. We were, all supposed to, we were also supposed to hear from Donnie Gilson, but I don't see Donnie anywhere online, so... I'm willing to bet that he's off doing his rave thing and all the great things that he loves to do. <laughs> so it's okay because I wanted to keep Seven on for the full two hours anyways. We've got a lot going on in the world right now. It's it's getting really crazy. The economy is just completely nuts. There are these predictions about March 25th, which is the day after tomorrow or two days after tomorrow, where supposedly an asteroid was supposed to hit. But you know what? I haven't really seen anything... Um, that's solid, no solid information to back this up. And, you know, my views have changed significantly since December 21st, 2012 has been pretty much a non-event as far as, you know, as far as the outer world is concerned, the inner world. Yeah, of course, a lot of changes and of course, changes within ourselves, within our show. Now we're talking about preparedness. We're talking about some real hard five cents reality in your face stuff. On the Genesis Communication Network every Saturday and Sunday from 2 to 5 Pacific Time. But that's why we do the Friday show, so we can give you guys a, a taste of the old school truth frequency. But I've just seen so many dates come and go. I've seen so much Comet Elenin and Ibiru and all of, all of that. And I entertained as much as I could, and I've just gotten to the point now where it's like, you know what? No more. We're going to get serious. We've got some work to do. We don't have too much time left. The economy's just... It, it, it's collapsing. It's all going away. And that's good. It's a good thing. You know, the, the whole power structure needs to just disintegrate up and, and implode upon itself. But it's going to be a rough ride as it does. Just like all those people that were sitting at the top of the Trade Center when those Trade Center towers crashed. It was a very rough ride for them. You know, it's just one of those things that we have to go through as a humanity. And it's for our children. You know, the people that we leave behind... Those are the ones that are really going to matter. But, Sheree, anything before we go to break? Well, just like things like 9-11, I think they happen for a reason. I think that in the grand scheme of things, things like 9-11, Waco, Oklahoma City, they kind of have to happen so that you can see for yourself just how evil the structure is that has your life under control. So we will cover that. Very well said. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we will be right back. Don't go anywhere. We'll see you right on the other side with Seven Bomber. Being alive in a human body at this moment. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are back right here on Truth Frequency TV. And KTFRN as well, where you're doing it old school style, covering some of the topics that you know and love. And Cherie, before we bring Seven on, is there anything in the news that you'd like to go over? Not really, except that Mother Nature does seem to be reacting to things that we're doing to her. Lately, we've had problems with the sinkhole in Louisiana. They're saying basically now it's just a, a powder keg waiting to explode. 
hydrogen sulfide, not a fun thing to work with. And this is happening because of the oil and gas industry. And they've already banned fracking in the UK, I I believe it was, for, what, five years? Because they did studies and found out that fracking was causing earthquakes. Duh. Yet the U.S. will not stop fracking. And they say it's because of our dependence on foreign oil. But it has been a strange couple of years as far as Mother Nature is concerned. So what I'm wondering is if this whole 2012 Nibiru planetary destruction, earth changes thing isn't a cover for what they're doing to actually destroy the planet right now. Because there are tons of things that they're doing right now that are very destructive to the planet. And when the destruction happens, there's two lines of thought. Either one, Nibiru's coming and we're all going to die. Or two, that they're, they're trying to save us. And so they're spraying the chemicals in the sky to save us from earth changes and solar flares. And it's, no one ever really stops and thinks about, okay, well, maybe the planet is going to be destroyed, but it's them destroying it. Right. I think that's the case. It could very well be. And, you know, another thing about this Nibiru thing, it could just be wishful thinking by a lot of people that are just upset with what's going on. I know I felt it in 2011, 2010, where uh, I was ready to see everything just self-destruct upon itself because we, in my opinion, have forfeited our right as a species to inhabit this earth. And I know that sounds eugenicist, and I know that sounds pretty crazy, but when you really look at what we do to this earth and to each other— It's really, really disgusting. Now, I know that that is a media trick. That's just how they want you to think. And I've fallen into the trap before, and I've brought myself out of the trap. Because 99 out of 100 people that you meet, maybe even 999 out of of 1,000 are going to be really, really good people. But you hear about the stories constantly of the worst of the worst on mainstream media. And all you hear is bad news. That's it. You don't hear any good news whatsoever. Nothing but bad news. And it's easy to fall into that. But right now, Mercury's in retrograde. Everybody's fighting with one another. I've got good friends that are just tearing each other apart right now. Several groups of friends that I have are just at each other's throats, and I hate to see it. And they try to pull me in the middle of it, and I say, no, I'm not going to get involved. I'm not going to get in the middle of it because I understand what's going on right now. Mercury's in retrograde, and it's just wreaking havoc upon anything and everything. And there's nothing that we can do at this point in time to try to fix anything that's possibly going wrong. So I'm sure that Seven Bomber can elaborate can elaborate a little bit more on that, but we just have to write it out, ladies and gentlemen. And life is a roller coaster. There are the ups, there are the downs, there are the lefts, the rights, the loops. It goes fast, it goes slow, but at the end, just like Bill Hicks says, it's just a ride, ladies and gentlemen. It is just a ride. And for the next two hours, we're going to take you on a ride with our dear friend Seven Bomber. This time we've got him on videocast, ladies and gentlemen, so hopefully... Everything's going to look great. Hopefully, Skype is going to work out great, and you guys will get to see him firsthand tonight. Seven, welcome to the show, my friend. Can you hear me? Yes, sir. You are coming through loud and clear. Awesome, awesome. It would be excellent to be able to broadcast a, a video cast tonight on the show. Of course, I'm always enthusiastic about being on. It's an amazing time for me. And of course, I have tons of stuff to talk about. I mean, it's been a minute since I've been on the show. And, you know, we're always progressing over at the Resistance and AstroQuest. So I definitely have a, a really unique message, as always, to share with you and your audience. 
Excellent, excellent. We are very glad to have you for sure. And um, what do you think about Mercury being in retrograde? What do you think about everything that's going on right now? Do you feel the negativity just like everybody else is at this point? I'm on the other side of it. I mean, that's what I, I keep, you know, taunting all the time about. If you really understand how our system works, there are two sides to everything. And at times, if, you, if you're polarized a certain way, then you'll be with the traditional current and what side they're on it. But if you know how to be sleek and you know how to actually trim down your ship, you can actually go through all these different planetary cycles and, and navigate them properly. So we can definitely talk about that tonight. I have, like I said, a very introspective message about you know how to look at what's going on and how to really expand into what exactly is happening, gaining the experience that's necessary, leveling up with the things that have been placed to your at your disposal on Amazon.com and all the rest of the of the avenues that we have to accumulate different things and how to get oneself really on this journey on a level where it starts to become exciting. It doesn't become the labor. So, you know, it's, it's whenever, you know, if you want to not, you know, get ready to start this thing, I can definitely go at it if you def if you or if you had some stuff that you directly want to talk about. I do. I do. do wanna, that too. Yeah. Before we jump into it, I do want to ask you about um, March 25th. Have you heard anything in regards to the asteroid that's supposed to hit? I haven't found any solid evidence to back anything up, but I thought I would ask. Well, first of all, March is always a big energy month anyway for whatever faction whether you're talking about major fertility or you're talking about death and destruction so realistically what march really stands for is it's like a hot month and notice it's march so it's named after mars so everything that you generally see on a negative level will be about war it'll be about uh, uh conflict and you'll experience those conflicts in your life and then of course if you're on the other side of things like i keep explaining to to individuals about how to oscillate their system properly, you'll actually be seeing a lot of fertility and a lot of abundance right now. So remember, the current of the world is going in a specific direction until we shift it into another direction because it's coming out of the hands of the previous controllers, which obviously haven't been doing things to the level of what we perceive that we can do. So we're up for a shot, but we actually have to understand the complete dynamics or what I call realm dynamics of it. So that way it becomes something that is real. And that's really also what I wanted to talk about tonight is about the difference between synthetics and nature. It's basically how to understand what exactly is happening in this reality from what's real and what you're actually really experiencing versus what you're just being told. So that, that's what's up with March. You're going to see them, of course, utilizing their weapons of mass distraction, which is the news. And they're going to be pushing out a lot of the same stuff, doom and gloom. It's all really news is about. You can even go tune into other countries' news, and it's the same thing going on. They choose to highlight a specific part of news because fear is definitely a current that they're used, utilizing to move things around. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, that's what's up. So it's just like you were saying, after a while, it becomes a bit like the boy who cried wolf. You know, after a while, you're, you're hearing all this stuff going on, you become desensitized to it. And that's actually... What I wanted to talk to people about in this message also is about how to get your senses back 
because there's many people who start to feel like, you know, they're not even in their body anymore. And they can think of themselves when they were young and out having fun and how things used to feel then. And they can even recollect that feeling. But they say, oh, but I don't feel like that now. I guess either the, te the test of time has wore me down or, you know, it's um, maybe I'm more mature, but they just don't have the answer to the question on why they don't feel or, or have the substance that's uh, that's associated with the reality, or basically feel the substance that's related to reality. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. So basically, what you're talking about is a combination of the Egyptian Book of the Dead, the Duat, and uh, the uh, allegory of the cave by Plato. It's kind of like a realization that the world you live in isn't really real, and then navigating through that world while you still have to live here. That too. I mean, obviously, the, the worlds are as real as you make them. Like, I, I wouldn't really encourage people to start tearing apart the world that they're actually standing on without understanding how to get to another world and how worlds are constructed. But obviously, it's something that we do automatically. It's when we create a child, there's a world. But those are real worlds. Those are natural worlds. The synthetic worlds, which, you know, require us to have to rethink all of what we've created that is subject to just water damage. <laughs> it's it's another matter. You see what I mean? So we could feel like if we lose all technology and all these rockets and all this stuff that we've gained up until this point with with uh, our technological movement, then we've lost something. But in reality, actually, we'll probably gain back what we forgot about because maybe it didn't blink as much and, and, and we got out of touch with it. Well, um, well, Seven, we recently had Carol Rosen on and she's the secretary that worked for Werner von Braun. And she said in 1979, first it was going to be the Russians, then it was going to be terrorists, then rogue nations, then asteroids, and then the final card, staged alien invasion. And after looking into Elenin and uh, YU-55 and Nibiru and everything that came in 2011 and 2012, and then seeing December 21st as being basically a non-event on the physical plane. It was definitely an event on the spiritual plane. But after that, I'm starting to realize that she's right. And a lot of this is nothing but fear mongering. What are your thoughts on that? Well, there's a, there's definitely a lot of fear mongering going on. There's also some energy direction because what happens is, is that this is a drama playing out. Like the world is like a symphony itself. So there's frequencies and tones and vibrations moving around it all the time, even with ideas. And so what you see is generally a large amount of cause and effect. It's like an ocean where certain things equal certain things. And this kind of gets time by. So I would say that there's still some major stuff going on. Like, don't let it fool you. Like, most of this stuff is not just to scare you. It's also to distract you. But distract mm -hmm. you from what? And so there is something big going on. And it's actually still inside of us. That's what the, the reality that this is, is that some people say, well, you know, this is bigger than us. No, it's not. It's actually us. It's us realizing exactly how big we are. And that's the whole thing here, because until then, you're basically in this pre this pre phase, like a preemie. Right. And they're even saying the frontal lobes of the human development is the size of a child. It's not actually in full grown development development, according to the, the apex of our species, which is what they keep digging up when they're finding these giants everywhere, that the human was not subject um, to this kind of environment before. Look, just within the last 120 years, we've gotten cars. 130, 40 years, we've gotten cars and motors that push out a whole nother kind of chemical into our reality. Before then, it was just horses and cows. So everything was going to be the same. Everything was going to be different anyway once we started melting the layers of our, of our atmosphere, which actually shields us to a certain degree from certain forms of light. So this is, becomes like an egg. You notice if you put an egg under light, it'll hatch. Right. Right. 
So the right kind of light, though. So what happens is when they wear out the shields that are around this egg, then there's other rays. And that's why I say a lot of stuff that's being controlled on this planet is coming from the celestial bodies. And then we are the celestial bodies. In a sense, the celestial bodies give you the timing of when certain things are going to happen. And here's how, if you want to look at it from a, uh, from a, a macrocosmic level, like just pull out the entire matrix and look at how this thing is set up for a moment. Uh, allow yourself to, to visualize first. This is how generally most people think. They think the lower is associated with, um, how can I put it, darkness, evil. Well, not okay, necessarily like darkness and evil. I would say the lower is more associated with the physical the carnal, pleasures, carnal, carnal desires. desires, yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, yeah, I guess it depends on who you were talking to, to what, what they would call that. But overall, they would just say it was some level of impurity. I'll just give it that term in general. Because, and the reason why I'm explaining it like this is because I just want you to see just the ramifications of not how you think, because you've still been listening to thousands of shows, you've absorbed a lot of information. We're just talking about the masses. When they uh, think of lower, they think of basically darker or less. When they think of higher, they think of more. So there is a basically a mind state of most people that especially within the body, that all of the lower areas or what is below them is actually the, the anti part of our reality. We'll just say that. And what I've come to discover is, is that this is why they keep showing you uh, in the knowledge so many times this spiral or even just an X to show you that at every single point, there is a cross. There's a crossing. So this means that in every world, there is what people perceive as a good side and what people perceive as a bad side. And then there's this harmonic point. And so if you can imagine that your entire body, because it's really still a map of the universe, your entire body is full of these points that are basically cross points for this positive, quote unquote, and negative energy then what you'll see is that even on earth, you could experience something to what people are calling heaven. But at the same time, you can experience something to what people call hell. So in every, what I've come to discover is every single reality, because there is a reality of what you would perceive as uh, gods. But the only thing that's different in their world versus our world is they have a custom code, creed, etic, and a mode that equals their frequency. So if you wanted to go to that realm, then you need to follow those customs. Now, this becomes a secret because if you notice before you when you leave your country and you go to another country, the first uh, govern govern that you come across is customs. Right. And if you if your country, the one that issued you the passport is in agreement and respects the customs and things of the country that they're going in, you can get in. Right. So there's like a, a agreement of what kind of customs are, are for certain places. OK, so what we're really looking at is, is that. Anytime you're crossing into a frequency, if you are to cross the gate into another world, you have to take the shape of that world. Now, many people used to think that what was in between these worlds were actually guardians. And this came more from our fear-based state of thought, that there was something at the gate guarding to make sure that anything from a lower vibratory frequency can't get into, let's say, higher vibratory frequencies. 
But what it really is, is actually laws of the universe that say that if you are not harmonic with certain frequencies, no matter what the story is, you cannot get into those frequencies. So this also lends us a very deep answer to Earth and why we're here, because there is something about Earth that is exactly like what we are from its good to its bad parts. If you want to say it like that, the good, the bad, the ugly, we're on the frequency of Earth because it's our makeup. When we want to expand beyond what we're calling Earth, then we change our makeup. And that's why it's like a cast. And cast means many things. It means to, uh, to cast, to put someone inside of a cast. So you're putting something around them. It means to cast like you're casting a spell. It also means in Hollywood that you're going to give a person another character. Right. So when you cast your system, okay, and you're saying, I'm going to change. This is when you see people go to Tibet. Some people do entirely different things. Remember, this is not just about enlightenment. Everything is enlightenment. It just means you understood it. Some people can cast to go be a motorcycle driver and then actually take on that entire role. And then even later on in life, completely come out of that role. This is something that we have the ability of doing. Well, let me ask you this, Evan. I, I hate to interrupt, but um, if are we of this plane or have we been casted into this plane for the time being? Well, that, see, that's the thing. If, if someone can suggest to you through geometry, frequencies, et cetera, to be on a certain wavelength or plane or level of, uh, of reality, then that's where you arrive. So if you've learned the customs of, let's say a Saturnalian custom, and then a Neptunian and then a Martian custom, et cetera, and you get all these customs together, you are now a part of a, basically a culture or a Petri dish, which becomes what you call a planet. Amazing. Ladies and gentlemen, we've only just begun, so don't go anywhere. We're gonna take a quick bottom of the hour break and we'll be right back. Much, much more to come with Seven Bomber. A lot to think about during the break as Seven. well. Dear friend of ours, regular guest on the show, and we've always asked a question here on the show. Who are you? Where did you come from? And I've never heard anybody lay it down like Seven does. Really, really amazing information that we're going over, ladies and gentlemen. And we're talking about frequency. We're talking about the very makeup of who you are and the very makeup of what Earth is. And can we shift to be casted as something else? And Seven, do you want to pick it up from there? For sure, for sure. Like, that's what we're talking about. We're talking about, are we being casted into other roles? Because that was the other thing that was asked, you know, is, you know, how do you end up in realities where your personal reality, what's going on around you is crazy? And this is because someone has suggested to you to play a role. Now, here's something that I discovered just recently, uh, where I actually got the information. And it kind of is the final conclusion to all of the uh, the sovereign and straw man information. Okay. And the conclusion is, is that how we're actually classified from a paperwork level at in these, you know, who knows, cabals with all of these different pieces of papers and numbers and all this weird stuff they've developed is as prisoners of war. And here's why. If you notice, you don't really possess the last name, color, code, or creed of where your ancestor is from. Right. Right. See what I mean? You have a, a new identity. So this is a new identity that they've given us. But the reality is, is that when you look a little bit deeper under the hood, what you realize is, is that you notice how when you come into a country and even if you have to ask, can I leave? 
something's got to be fishy. <laughs> like if to, to leave and go to another country, you need a passport. So this means you need to ask, can I have a, can I leave? And then after you ask, can you leave? If they decide to let you go, you can only go to places that they are, they have the same customs as where you left. Oh, I, I, I'm so, right there. I, I tried to go to Europe just uh, about a year or two years ago, mm -hmm. and right. it was a total nightmare. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. Right. Meltdown. They just start bringing, you know, it's all, it's a few red folders being passed everywhere. You're wondering what's going on. And it's because, now let me tell you, this is actually a spiritual thing. You just can't see it because you can't see physical reality as spiritual, obviously. You see what I mean? So what happens is spirituality can only really be felt. And then once you feel it on a spiritual level, you see it playing out on a physical level. Oh, this big eagle. As soon as you come in uh, the place and you're at customs, there's this huge eagle which is basically a phoenix there watching and making sure everything is being scanned. Nobody is allowed in that is not friends with that eagle, basically. Right. And then on top of that, if you want to go to something like, let's say you want to go to North Korea, you have to disavow basically everywhere, everything that you're connected to, and then hope that they'll accept you in there so that they can then indoctrinate you into another custom. Mm -hmm. Now, if you wanted to see this on a metaphysical level, what you have in your body is all these multiple cells and chambers, basically dip switches, that your actions and your actual carrying outs that's why it's always fair to a certain degree from, from what we think is not fair. No, but from what the universe runs on. Yes. So when we when we act out and do certain things, we just get the result of it. That's the only thing the universe is knowing how to do. So if we say something or evoke a vibration or a tone and then somehow in the timeline, someone has changed what that tone and vibration means. And we have this idea that it means one thing and it really means another. We start actually casting because that's again called casting spells or spelling we start casting this mode of a reality for ourselves now obviously you can see the play if they have all of these things going on in the news and they're they're in fear fear-based all it does say is daddy help me daddy help me let me tell you what the program is really that's running that's why there's a santa claus that's why there is a god now i'm also going to get deeper in this message into today about also why god's wife is gone now because if you notice in all of the ancient history, if you just pick up a book, every god had a, had a wife. And during the name, like Allah and Alat, Baal and Balat, there was a, a Yahweh and Asherah. So every single god had its female counterpart. So why now the god doesn't have a female counterpart? So actually what you'll be doing today, and I guess you know, we'll, we'll do it through the increments of the break, is we'll actually be taking an adventure around the body because the spirit descended you know how they say the spirit descends and this is the story of jesus right the spirit descended upon him blah 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 blah. you know that you're a spirit still great you have to be grateful for that because what they're trying to make everyone like now is the synthetic who doesn't even believe they have a spirit right but you know you have a spirit inside of you where did it come from it descended on you meaning that it actually took upon this vehicle and the reason why you can never look at any of this like separate things going into another thing is because the only thing that's happening is as energy, when it's going into different densities and different vibrations, it gets shaved down and it appears as what corresponds to that frequency. So what may start off as a magnificent ball of light aeons away when finally gets down here could just be Joe next door. <laughs> Well, you, you, you know so, what, Seven? Dolores Cannon has talked about these memories that we have from a third-person perspective. And I know I have several. I re the first memory that I have is standing up, grabbing the bar of my crib, and just shaking them 
furiously. And I didn't realize that that would be symbolic for the rest of my life, that I would be grabbing mm. the bars and shaking them and trying to escape. But I remember that from a third person perspective. And yeah. she brought to the to the table, the spirit enters the body. And when you have those kind of memories like that, you're actually, you're, you are outside of yourself. When you hear those terms, he was outside of himself or she was beside herself. A, a lot of times that that's literal. You, the spirit is actually outside. When you remember a car accident, for instance, something really right. traumatic, the spirit can jump out of the body and see things from a third person perspective. Okay, and there you go. And now you're actually right on top of why you real, why you should realize that there's actually things that we choose to forget. Meaning that this spirit that's been on all these different journeys and adventures in different bodies would actually choose to forget, especially many of the termination points of its existence in these different cortices. Right. What I'm saying, because if you it, obviously uh, there is been a forgetting, like the other thing is like we just have to talk rationally about what's going on. Like, here's another thing. I know higher geometry and I know a lot of other things that blow this planet from the system that it's on away, but it doesn't apply here. This is what people need to start understanding. If you run on time, just think about this. If you run on time and you see the original clock was set up like a zodiac wheel. Everyone can see it. It's right there at 12. So if you run on time, then that means you run on the zodiac. That's how deep this thing is working already, meaning that the ones that weaved and put it together now already put the hard coding firmware that you need to understand how that works before you can blow into another frame. Watch this. With the number 12, you've seen it embedded in everything. Now, 12 then would be known as a complete circle because obviously you see it on the clock and it's a circle. Right. So what is so what is half of 12 then? Half of a circle or division? Six. Right. So now you see why six became the number of division, right? And then ah. later on became known, known as the, something associated with the devil. Right. But what is this devil really? It's actually the division of sex. Six and sex are the same thing. It means multiplication. So it's true in a, in a really deep, especially scientific and in, in, in any type of sense you want to think of that Six is the number before something becomes whole. So it stands for the division point. So if someone takes on the character of the division point and then starts acting like the divisor, which is actually what the Vatican and the Diaboli do, you can see how someone that is on a higher state of consciousness would say, man, we didn't tell you to go and be the divisor. We didn't tell you to go and be Deuce or Zeus or number two, or Janus, the dual-faced God. We didn't tell you to do that. We gave you the metaphor. So when you're living also on a plane, this is that of people who've taken it too literal. And this is what I mean by the synthetic. See, the synthetics thought that they could read the holy knowledge and somehow gain it. Holy knowledge can only be experienced. So anytime someone tell, if you have someone read some spiritual knowledge and they, when, you, when they're done and, and then you say, do you understand that? And they say, yeah, they're lying. Because you can't understand anything that's written, truly. You have to actually experience it. And that's the difference. That's how you move a person one, one digit in a binary code away from the control point. And well, so now you see, go ahead. No, I was going to say, I can attest to that. Uh, we've often talked about ayahuasca, DMT, the spirit realm, and in that perspective. And you can read about it until you're blue in the face. But until you experience it, you don't understand it. Right. And then you're often a little uh, in, in the case of DNT, you're lo you're looking at the person who gave it to you and like, man, why didn't you tell me? Right. <laughs> why didn't you tell me it was going to be like that? It's like, man, there's really nothing we can say. It's really beyond words because words is just slow vibratory frequency. Light is faster than, than audio. 
-hmm. So what happens also is, is that we need to uh, see that what the culture has really done is it's, of course, degraded everything. It's killed the woman. Now, remember, there's another secret thing that's been going on here. You remember how there was these witch hunts, basically, this inquisition, right? And they were hunting down these witches, right? Do you know who those witches really were? For my research, who they were were wealthy people, people that had land, people that had some kind of interest to be taken away from them. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm sure they were getting them up in the net, too, because these were pillagers. They, right, I mean, these exactly. pirates, they really they really do that everywhere they go. And that is true. And there's another component, though. This is when God lost his wife, because the women that were holding up the feminine, the mystical side of what's going on here, which is basically how life is created. You see what I mean? That's why life became synonymous with the female, because she was synonymous with bringing life. And then because everyone knew that that was a mystery, like, how does that even work? It's way beyond us. Then woman became synonymous with that. And that's how woman also became synonymous with the initiator of the mystery, because it wasn't actually the physical woman. In fact, the archetype of this woman that we're speaking of blows these women far away. They're actually trying to get to that level, just like we're trying to get to the level of Father God as men, basically. And I'm using loose terms here. I, do, I know the meaning of etymology behind God for those who may know it, but I do have to say disclaimers with what I'm saying. But what I'm, what I'm talking about here is, is that I'm talking about that in this entire thing, the feminine component plays such a big key because each of us are developed in a male and a female component. And that's why when you see a keyhole, just a keyhole, which is something you can visualize in your mind, what you have on the bottom is you have a square, basically, and then on top you have a circle. So when you put a square and a circle together, it makes the symbol known as a keyhole, right? When you right. don't push it all the way down, okay? Now, that is letting you know that the key is these two opposite poles. You would sometimes, any dualities, fire or water or whatever, so let's talk about that when we come back. We will pick that up right on the other side, ladies and gentlemen. Fascinating. We'll be right back. When God lost his wife. I think that's what we're going to call this show tonight, ladies and gentlemen. That sounds like a really good title. And Seven is right. You know, you take the Catholic Church, for instance, and they really speak badly of women, even taking Mary and liking her to... A prostitute or making her out to be a prostitute and then they come out you know a thousand years later and say well she wasn't actually a prostitute uh, we have the wrong Mary mm -hmm. but even in the Bible it, it just really just puts women down and says that women's place is way way far in the back my woman's place is by my side I couldn't Aww. do any of this without her I love you baby oh I love you too chipmunk but I'm serious I mean I'm, I'm, I'm serious when I say this the union between the two is what's made truth frequency so powerful. And we're on the yeah. Genesis Communications Network. We've grown tremendously. We're uh, speaking with uh, Sirius XM. Um, we're trying to secure a slot there. I mean, it's just growing tremendously. And the reason, I believe, is because the twin flame energy has come together and the, the masculine and the feminine are working as one. Seven, any thoughts? Right. For sure. I mean, I mean, that that's where it really gets to. It gets <laughs> right to that, because really how the earth was configured is, is there was a saying that was called bringing down the thunder. And you only get uh, remnants of this now in mythology. But they say that originally the earth surface was just so coarse and so barren that the actual energy from what we know as thunder, which we can connect to prana, 
was what the people who lived in the earth then specialized in being able to utilize. And this actual energy not only gave them, not only rejuvenated new life onto the planet, it also gave them perpetual energy. And so, you know, this is a big thing because when you remove the actual generative component, which is woman, then that steps into the picture. But remember, this is actually the etymological correspondence. It's in English, it's all correct. When you even look at words, like this, you can actually, like dead even, you can identify where the energy is really coming from. So, you know, one of the biggest things that I, I come to tell people, because I may not be able to translate, this is something obviously I've, um, I've been working on collectively for a while, but it keeps getting larger and larger because it, you know, it's about all of us and it's about all of our expansion. And um, so there's a lot that needs to be said on this topic. I'm actually going to be talking about it on Sunday on, on the AfterQuest show. And I'm going to keep talking about it. But I just want everyone to know that this is what it's been doing for me. It's, it's been giving me life because I understand it all around me. Like I see it in things that I've experienced in the past. I've seen it in my spiritual encounters with other entities or what I thought were other entities. I see the entire dynamic, but it is, it is something uh, uh, massive to behold. Like it's, um, it's a very deep connection. So what I'm saying is, is that what need, there's a covenant that has already taken place between us and the woman. That's the only way that we can look at it at this point, that we are joined. We're supposed to be together. So how this works on a level where if spiritually we haven't done that, then there is no abundance in our life. So if you've been conned by some, you know, propaganda based uh, flitting the political the agenda, political agenda of the king religion, and that's leaving you dead, basically, then this is now the time to allow yourself to rise. Now, this is also deeper knowledge about why the woman was also connected with Kundalini, because there's, there's a, a rhyme that says the only one that can give them life is the one that gave them life. And it may sound like it's redundant, but when you think about it, the only one that is going to be able to make you alive again and make you feel whole and complete again is this planet, this nature and all of what's out here that knows exactly what it's doing. If you may be clueless about it, that's another thing. But all the herbs and the elements on Earth have been put here to actually regenerate the body infinitely. It's just we spend more time trying to figure out what meteor is going to hit us. And what, you know, <laughs> what, what, you know, what uh, president is going to be elected, et cetera, then trying to discover that. So they've made that non-important. And so that's why they were saying uh, there was like a little article. It shows some leaves of a different kind of trees. I think we talked about that before. And then you ask the kid, what kind of trees are these? They don't even know one leaf. But then you show them logos like Nike and McDonald's and they know that's McDonald's, that's Nike. So what happens is it's just the training. So let's talk a little bit about that training, because that's very important, because this is where you get into the story of what's going on in, in the United States and in many other countries, which is that they the system, the religious system that you're looking at comes from a desert tradition. So this is also why, in one sense, father seemed like a fire and fire is associated with like hell, earth, deserts, etc. And then woman is seen like water. Right. So if we don't have no water to put out this fire, then all of a sudden there becomes like an inflaming of everything that we're doing. And this is what you see with pent up masculine energy that could be used constructively if there was a feminine component. Now, we're no longer talking about on a sexual level and we're no longer even talking about on a simple human three dimensional body level. 
We're talking about fertility. And fertility for human beings comes a lot through one, whether they think abundant, and two, how they think about abundance. And if you notice, what is embedded in most couples' minds about how they feel about having children? Not ready right now. We don't have enough money. This is not the time. Not a world like this. But as trees, if we think no mangoes right now, not on the ground <laughs> like this, and these people, not, not, not. Nice. you see, what happens is, is that we actually stop fulfilling our purpose for the universe. You see, and the universe is, the, the weird part is I really got a chance to meet the universe. Guess what? It doesn't talk. It shows. It shows you this is why the parameters are so far out here. When you're asking yourself, where's God? You're really asking yourself, where's yourself? But when you see all the stuff that's going on around you and you ask yourself, well, where's God? You will get a good idea how the universe works. But hold, hold on a second. Let me jump in for just a second um, mm -hmm. because my thoughts on the situation and, and you know, I agree with you. I I do think those things. I don't want to bring a child into this world. Um, why should I do that when this world is in such chaos, etc.? But there's also the other factor which tells me, hey, you've got a mission that you're supposed to do here. There's, you know, you, you've got to accomplish something. And once that's accomplished, then you can go. And I feel as if children would bind me even further to this plane. Have you well, heard that you, line of thought? What are your thoughts? Let me tell you what happened to me, because obviously I'm I'm on a major mission. I mean, the mission is happening. I do it all the time and it's already expanded. But I also have a new child. And what it taught me is, is it taught me how it's like it's something that only happens when you actually have a child. It's like the DMT. Right. Mm -hmm. And it teaches you how to really be a father, meaning how to genuinely care about something, because sometimes, like I said, with synthetic we can say, I really do care about this world, but until something actually comes into the world that you really feel like you need to pave the way for. Now, this gets me to the story about our ancestors, which is important because you have to realize that our ancestors went through the labors. That's why it's called the 12 labors of Hercules, but there's mm -hmm. a woman there too. And then obviously she goes into most of the labor. So those labors were to cut out a path, meaning they had to cut out the path that we're going in now. So at times, yes, when we're going through the path, it's a little, it, it's sometimes laborious. But what's supposed to happen is enough of us are supposed to go through the path to where we make a groove, meaning that we make it where you can easily, like a groove or music, you can easily get through it. Now, a lot of stuff has already been set up like that for us. If we eat the proper way, if we know what's going on, it's like you're going into the groove of things. Things mm -hmm. actually work out tremendously if you experience this. So this is also where when someone is trying to cut a new groove, which is anti-life, like if we're like a, a living being, abundant being, our planet still grows fruits. This is the synonymous to us. We're abundant. We laugh. We have joy. We have love. This is a giving out. Right. So what happens is if we close that down, then it actually allows us to see what they are trying to magnify, which is the dark side right. of woman. Now, notice this. This means that if, if the light side of woman is associated with fertility, common sense will tell you the dark side of woman would be associated with abortion. Barrenness. So, yeah. or barrenness, okay? So when they're showing symbols like that, this doesn't mean that Lilith Queen Night Hag can be evoked by, you know, drawing a, a <laughs> geometry on the ground. And they're talking about something entirely different. Generally, if a person is doing that, they're already, they've already met, quote unquote, the archetype Lilith, meaning they're already barren. Because they're now to a level of doing things and that won't bring life at all. You see what I mean? So it's kind of like a, it's, in, it's a joke, really, in, in a sense of like being on the other side of the looking glass. When you face a challenge or a labor, each chakra, 
And then you lose that, which is a lot of individuals that you see around you. They've lost certain uh, certain labors. And then there's been a barren world there. So this means let's say you have 12 worlds. Let's just go with that number in your body. And four of those worlds, let's give you the benefit of the doubt, are barren. In a clock, really all of the worlds are going to be offline because there needs to be a balance and a harmony to the world. And this is what we'll talk about later. I mean, these, these breaks are coming in fast, but... Ladies and gentlemen, don't go anywhere. We've got plenty more. Seven on the other side. He will convince Cherie by the end of the broadcast as to why we need to have a baby. And then I will hear it for the rest of the evening thanks to this gentleman. No. (laughs) Don't go anywhere. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to hour number two right here on Truth Frequency Friday edition where we talk about a little bit more advanced knowledge and understandings than we do on the Saturday and Sunday show. But we have a great show for you next tomorrow night, 2 o'clock to 5 o'clock Pacific time. And we are having Douglas Diedrich back on. And on Sunday, Jason Burmis will be joining us. So we've got a jam-packed weekend for you. And of course, many of the other great shows right here on KTFRN. 32 Degrees of Insanity, Live Free FM, Shadowland Voyagers, Beyond 2012. And we're also going to debut The Worsley Show. He's actually back. Nope, that kind of ended abruptly. But we're debuting The uh, Worsley Show on Saturdays between... Uh, 9 o'clock and 11 o'clock, and also the 100th Monkey is finally moving over from Tuesdays to Saturdays, and that's going to be from 7 o'clock to 9 o'clock. So Saturday's great lineup, Truth Frequency, Beyond 2012, 100th Monkey, and then the Worsley Show, all very, very good information. And we've got Seven back on the line with us. We dropped off there for a second. However, Seven, we've got a short segment until the five-minute mark, but I wanted to give you an opportunity just let the audience know what are you up to right now? Are you writing any books, DVDs, radio shows, where can people tune in, etc.? Yeah, actually, we're doing quite a bit. We have a, an entirely new segment that we're rolling out here. We're going into episode two of our excuse me, season two of uh, AstroQuest actually this Sunday. So we're going to be getting into more of the application. Actually, we just also did a site-wide cleanse, which was awesome. Everyone participated in a, in a really comprehensive, complete body cleanse. And so we're actually still going through that. And it's been bringing a great deal of clarity, pushing a lot of um, toxins out of the body and getting a lot of movement on multiple spectrums. And so... Uh, so that's what's going on with that. And then, yeah, we're actually doing some film stuff coming up here. So, you know, I, I got a lot of stuff going on, man. Like if I sit here and itemize it to you, it'll take us all the way to the top of the hour. I'm fully active because, you know, realistically, I, I utilize what I've been given. Like, I, I think that we're all very intelligent people, but we, we do have a little bit of experience that we need to gain on in our in our subject as far as what spirituality actually is in our in contact with that. But I, I understand and I see that that's something that's happening. It's just happening at the pace in which we're that if you look at the masses, the mass is always moving on a certain frequency. That's why Earth has a resonant frequency. Right. So if you decide to speed up your frequency, that that's something that you decide. So you don't have to always move that with a 7.8 hertz oscillating between that and 13 hertz. You can go supernova. And it doesn't necessarily mean like a lot of people think that, you know, have misconceptions about what ascension really is and what enlightenment really is. And that's really what we are coming to correct is that this unbalanced misunderstanding of things that basically the proof of it that it doesn't work is what is produced thus far. 
And when I read some of these older novels, whether it's about masonry or illumination or whatever, it's so rigid in the framework. You already know what you're going to read before you even get to the next page. Oh, here we go again with the same dynamic. So what's be, what the challenge that's coming to us also is how we can take this, this uh, what is basically like a cube. Seven, hold, hold that thought real quick. Give us the website because I have resistance2010.com on the screen. Is that still correct? Actually, yeah, you can get us there or astroquest.com. Okay, excellent. Ladies and gentlemen, don't go anywhere. Quick break, and we will be right back, and we'll go till the bottom of the hour until the next break. So we'll have a nice long segment on the other side. We are back, ladies and gentlemen, firing through the broadcast with Seven Bomber. And we've touched upon so many topics right now. I'm just going to go right back over to Seven and just let him take us away. Oh, we've got a little audio problem, Seven. I don't know if you adjusted anything. Okay, yeah. There, there I, we I go. Didn't. All right. Okay. Uh, well, yeah, you know, I, actually, I wanted to, you know, see if we can bring this into ground zero, because I know a lot of people heard a lot of things. Of course, I'm, I'm somewhat jumping around, especially about the universal body topic. But I really want to just bring it into like something simple for people so that they can see how this really all works, especially also just answering the question of how do I know all this? Because some people say, well, you know, those sound like fantastic theories. <laughs> I'm actually experiencing it in my life. My life has been phenomenal. I can definitely say when I finally do leave Earth, even though I don't really think that happens, once you kind of see what's actually really happening here, you'll see you just expand and you become more knowing about all of your existences. Oh, don't tell me that. Don't tell me that because I'm ready to get the hell out of here. Yeah, I mean, it's just one of those things like it's, uh, you know, everything it serves as a foundation to where we're going. So it stays with us like it's what you're standing on. And that's really what's well, how we're to look at it, especially when it comes to seeing lower states of consciousness is realizing our trip through that state of consciousness. Because if we're standing at a higher level where we can look even down on something in certain tense, then that means that we've actually gone through it. So many of these uh, these people who are controlling the reality in what we would call a negative way have not. They're actually in still their their childlike phase because they haven't actually been through the uh, the labors that allow them to have what's necessary to expand into higher frequencies, and that becomes our big part of our lesson that we're teaching them is actually how to feel again. And this is something that, of course, couldn't just be done verbally, even though there's a lot of networks connecting and giving people information that's allowing them to apply this to their physical life. And then that's bringing up an overall frequency that is, is truly uh, metamorphosizing things. And so to, to really see how it works it has a lot to do with the body, because, of course, when we're, when we're younger, basically we're taken through a tirade, especially when a child is born, they get the shots and they get a lot of different lowering the vibration. And then you have this this overlying company slash third party slash government that is also interested in U.S. stock, right. basically, and, and trying to see how much they can really harness you and what kind of pin you really came in, trying to tag you, et cetera, et cetera. And so we find ourselves somewhat being, um, 
I, don't, I mean, I'm trying to even look for the term. I mean, it's coming from all angles. But well, well, we we're, we're being we're being dumbed down as a species, and it starts exactly. from childhood. And it's not only dumbed down in the mental sense, but also the spiritual sense too. There are a lot of people that believe that children can see ghosts and other dimensions and things like that. But it's bred out of them as they grow up. And not only that, but the vaccines and uh, everything that they give the children isn't helping at all. But I know exactly what you mean. We're being dumbed down spiritually, mentally, physically, emotionally in every sense of the word right right it's a constant attack a bombardment if you may and um and that's because they're, they're, they're working with certain angles and this is where um you know all of the deeper knowledge comes into it is that when you understand the vehicle that we're in the body which is phi based then you understand a lot of the geometry or our angles or our orifices and there's in the body there's actually 12 orifices or 12 gates and this is also why you get, you know, 12 tribes of, uh, of Israel, 12 sons of Jacob, 12 governors, governors in the Manchian system, you know, 12 disciples of Jesus, 12 altars of St. James, 12 shields of Mars. You got to ask yourself <laughs> all throughout time, even the 12 asses of the Scandinavians, you have to think, well, what are they really saying? Especially when you, again, looking at that clock and you're saying, well, what is this fascination that the society and the reality has with these hard codes? And then when you look at those hard codes and you start cracking into them, you'll find basically how many different worlds there are. You'll see that then these worlds exist around you. And this is the most interesting part. It's, it's not like you can't go somewhere and start absorbing an environment, an atmosphere that's nothing like where you just came from. Whether it's the, the waterfalls over in Niagara or a terracel in Baghdad. You see what I mean? So you just shifted frequency. And this is another thing. People need to see also the shift in frequency. It doesn't matter if it's the Illuminati or if it's your aunt next door. If there's a frequency shift because you became disturbed about something that you heard was going to happen or something that happened to you, it's just the same as a frequency change. It's, it's all the same. And, and what I want people to see is, is that even some people are least affected, meaning that they're least affected by things about the Illuminati than they are about their aunt or cousin or mom or dad. So when you're just engaging in conflict and the lower vibratory frequencies, this is going to bring the entire system down anyway. And so this is, uh, this is one of the things where we have to understand, well, where do I get my foothold in this? Because you better believe that they didn't just put this whole thing together for you to figure your way out of it. It's a maze. Right. <laughs> so, so what happens is, is that it starts first where this, where you would call the chink of the arbor, the Achilles heel, is it actually starts in the lower part of the body. And this is actually the colon. Now, colon plays the, current, the role of the kernel. Let me show you the, how the, uh, the hierarchy is set up. This is mm -hmm. bow. Bow means the Lord. Now, bowels also synonymous with your bowels. Now, if something is lowered, then it needs to rise. That's all of a sudden something that we've already come to the conclusion of. Okay, so what would really be rising from this area that you call your bowels, which is like your generative area? And what would be rising? And this is where you get into the mystery. And the mystery is about the Kundalini and basically information that is coiled within the cossacks of your spine of all of your existences and your total existence, even as you are now, is everything. So what it, how it needed to rise, though, now, remember, there's this Lord now, because you have to now cross this back over to what they're doing in religion. This means there's this Lord that governs over things. So when society stopped 
becoming the one, a person in society stop becoming the one to determine what they're going to do, especially on a spiritual level, and started letting the church and the temples and the priests dictate what they were going to do on a spiritual level. That was the falling away. Because there is nothing really that a person can tell you to do that you're not going to need to experience. And because the churches don't condone any relationship with any spiritual entities or beings, et cetera, et cetera, they basically mean that you can't be in touch with yourself because all you would eventually start to feel limited if you stayed in an environment that the highest thing that was here was just technology. Technology is not high for spiritual beings. That's why it doesn't feed us. We can't plug a Ethernet inside of us. It's not symbiotic to us. We need something where we can grab it and we start feeling the juice flow and the connection to it, right? Right. So now we see why in our job, our jobs were traded from when we would actually be out there. I'm not just talking about farming. I'm talking about running the labors. But we would actually be out there engaging in this actual expansion because we were going to face in nature the elements that were going to be that were going to correspond to the challenge that we needed to face to become a, a master over the urges from that chakra. So let me just clarify this. I'm not sure if the camera is actually on. Yep. But in Looking our system, good. again, we have these intersecting points. And so. Just like right now with people in Mercury retrograde, if one has a baby, just to answer that question, to finish that off, if you're on the opposite side of things, of course, the baby is going to bring all of the, the thorns and the thistles of, of any of the seeds that is being produced. If one is not calibrated properly, and now you'll get to the first sin. The first quote unquote sin of this world was actually having a child. This is where all of the ancient theology, when you finally figure out what they're talking about, it all stems into that. That when we put the first seed into play, we didn't even know how to plant seeds yet. And this is, uh, and this is why we see this coming off. And this is just specific to our system. And that's why our, our system has been in many ways seen as synthetic because th the way life started here was not the same as the way life generally starts everywhere else. This is why you see so much chaos and so much anti-forces going on and things not working in apparent harmony. There's obviously a way for us all to fulfill what our desires and, and dreams may be by utilizing what's here in this reality without ever crossing into another person's space or telling them, you know, you need to do this and that and the other. But that's now something like a thing of the past, meaning that now where we have to take things from is, is that we now need to see, we just came out of a dark ages. Someone removed how, who was carrying all of our information, right? Now, this is why I was telling you before, what they were really doing is they were hunting the women that were like the grandmothers of the entire thing. They were carrying all of this old ancient knowledge that they were calling witchcraft. <laughs> and they were running them down because they are carrying the information like a hive mind. Do you get where I'm coming from? Mm -hmm. So if you have this very old woman and they're all uh, old women that are responsible for keeping all the information about our life in the womb, they're responsible for that. And then you start removing them. You actually begin to uproot the people who come from those mothers. 
You see, when you look into the Jesuits and you see their spiritual methods of how they've actually taken control of this world, you'll find these things are more the components of what they're using. They'll go and dig someone's bones up and feed it to dogs. <laughs> they're on some other level of system that we haven't even began to understand how it even works, nor may not need to. So it's just for, it's important for us to realize that basically the ignorance of that we're the only ones operating here and we're the only ones intelligent here is actually perpetuated all the time because the entities that are reigning over humanity right now love to keep things as such. And, and that's the key component. If you don't have any identification with spirit, then you start to become body identified. And then when the body passes away because it's a lower vibratory frequency, the spirit will think that it's supposed to pass away with the body. Exactly. Yep. And, and this is what you actually see in graveyards. If you have an astral eye, as you see spirits tethered, literally tethered to the body, right. not I, knowing I, where to go. I've seen that myself when I was 10, 11 years old. I didn't want to go anywhere near a graveyard. And right. finally, you know, after going a few times, I kind of convinced myself that it was all in my mind. But you're right. There was an eerie feeling about that as if things were tethered. And that led me to my next thought, which was this whole um, embalming the body and preserving the body. And I'm just wondering, right. are they trapping spirits? And not well, only see, through that, that understanding. That was the thing. You see, it, it became a trap. And you're right on top of it because you're going to get the secret to the pyramid right now. It became a trap if you couldn't get out. And that's why the, pen, the, the pentagram is phi and the pentagram is really a pyramid. You just got to look on wiki and see how many different shapes the pyramid can turn into. And it, one of them is a, is a pentagram. And so what it's saying is, is that, yes, when they would mummify the body, they would basically mummify the car. If they, they, they had so much spiritual force that when they come into the body, they could reanimate the body. It just needed to make it needed to be composed right. And that's why they used, of course, elements from nature, animal matter, which is what Mesmer was using to power all his devices. He, they were using animal matter or excuse me, vegetable matter to actually keep these. Uh, the, this is the embalming. This is the herbs to keep these uh, bodies on a frequency that they could still enter into those bodies. And that's why when they wanted to remove the information from this planet about what's happening with the forefathers and all that, they took their bodies. And they fed their bodies to dogs. Well, you know, I'm, I'm, glad you, I'm glad you mentioned that because I was just about to ask you, what do you think the best method for disposing of the body afterwards is? And what I want, if it's not too expensive, if it's not going to be a lot on Cherie or the people that I leave behind, is to have a sky burial. And a sky burial is where they take you up to the mountain and let the animals eat you. And I figure <laughs> that that's the best thing that you can do. It's to give back to life through the body because you don't need the body anymore. The second, or, my second or choice- leave, Or leave a shroud, <laughs> ah. leave a shroud. Like honestly, what you're dealing with with the body to tell you the truth when you unfold the secret is like a fan. When you cut the fan on, on low, you can still see the blade. As you turn the fan higher, after a while you can't see the blade. This is the body's energy system when it goes into activation. Now at a certain point, let's imagine that you can turn the fan higher than the knob. You, then what will happen next is the fan will catch on fire, right? Because when you're entering a higher vibratory frequency, all lower vibratory elements melt off. This is why they're saying that no impure thought can get into heaven because it just can't. <laughs> you see what I mean? It's not mm -hmm. something that it's, uh, and this is gets you to another, to another secret of the jump gate and why a lot of these powers are taken away. Now, let's imagine this, the secrets of the body, in case 
where you can't really break the rules. You can't get into other frequencies unless you have some type of connection to that frequency, right? Mm -hmm. So what happens in, the, in our world is, is that we actually figured out at some point how to get into other frequencies and wavelengths despite our condition, okay? This is, a, this is some major stuff because this was called the abomination that begat desolation. Man has entered the holiest of holies. This means that man got to a point where they figured out so much of what God was doing, they understood how to get into other frequencies. But just like if you put your finger into a super purified Petri dish, you contaminate it. So even getting, so, so man for a moment, getting into other worlds and other planets started contaminating worlds. And this is why the earth is also known as one of the worlds that are on quarantine because Prometheus bought them the fire. What they're saying is the fire is the same fire that's within a man when he wants to go and have sex with a woman. Let's stop playing the birds and the bees game. What happened is, is we were taught to reproduce before we even knew what reproduction was. So every time we incarnate, we keep incarnating into lower vibratory frequencies of ourselves. That's called our children. But then what happens is someone can reverse the cycle easily by the man first cultivating the seed. This is a simple process. He simply holds the semen for a duration beyond a couple of weeks and he cultivates it in a point where he's looking at it as when it ages, it becomes a more powerful seed. Then when he plants it, obviously the woman is for that. The child comes out totally different than a seed that is continuously reproducing because the guy is probably on some porn site. See what I mean? So there's a, there's that's, this is why they said when the whole big, you know, when someone pulls their hair in religion or, or in the, in the God realm, it's when the seed of man is wasted because it actually is the nucleus of infinite energy. But the only entity that is capable of harnessing that though, that we know of at this point is woman. You see what I mean? This is our, this is our marriage together. The baby is the marriage. And so where this marriage come from though, is you notice it has Mary in it, right? Marriage, Mary. And then here's Mars again. Mars shows up. Oh my goodness. Then bar means the sea. It does, in bar in Latin means the ocean. So we're talking about the sea and the ocean. So now you see why you got sea man. <laughs> sea man is now in the ocean. So what they've done is they've taken all of our real knowledge of how we exist, played its the cooties with it, and then spit it back out on an external level in a religion. This is your temple when your temple's in your head. This is your external temple. This is your father. Your father sits on the throne at the top of your head with your mother not on some external throne. You see what I mean? So they start re-engineering. This is the synthetics. They, take, they plagiarize directly from the actual uh, 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 nature, and then they come out with it on the synthetic world and they say, we created this. Now look, power, electricity. When all these things came from prana, look, satellites, those are ears. You see what I mean? All of what they're doing is just replicating, but they choose what they want you to access. Hold that thought, ladies and gentlemen. We will be right back. Final segment here with seven. No, we have one more. After oh, this. we have one more. After this. Oh, awesome. Good. But I, what you were saying, Seven, really reminded me of a story in the book of en the Lost Book of Enki, when Enki and Hersag 
are together. And then her SAG finds out that Enki's been messing around behind her back with Utu. And she basically makes these plants that have his semen in it. And he eats the plants and becomes impregnated in his body and his body's swelling up in eight different places or something. And finally, she relents and takes the semen into her own womb and then gives birth to eight different species uh, because of it. But is that kind of what you're talking about, where the the woman was the only thing that could get him out of the position that he was in? Well, yeah, I mean, well, that that particular story, that species that were that they were referring to is actually the Merovingian dynasty. And, and that is their story that they they are actually spawned from. Uh, uh, what basically is called a, a Lilithian type of connection. So there, there is, um, of course, most of the knowledge that we're going to get is is really from one particular culture. It takes us to really also see the other stars to really get the rest of the story. Obviously, we're dealing with uh, Venus, Venusian, Syrian, Martian, Saturnalian type of connection, basically your seven days of the week. Out of all the stars that you see in the sky, why are we choosing to idolize only five stars and a moon and a sun? And so this lets us see that there is actually when we really look into how numbers have changed, basically, if you're on a cycle of 12 and now all of a sudden something takes you to a cycle of seven and then you're just basically dump, jumping around these numbers all over the place in your time system, this could get very confusing. And this is what's also happened to humanity, because how, what they're really saying in this is that even trying to get into just the knowledge the, the actual data of what we're talking about can take so long that it is seen also as in itself evil. And that's why it was synonymous with the serpent, serpent was synonymous with books and reading and language, et cetera, because what they're really saying is, is that to try to read it, it's you're going to or, or hear a story about it. Even it's going to really take away from it. That's what the universe wanted to say first. Now we're on a system where basically the knowledge of nature has been completely removed. And because nature was the only one that gave man the bridge to the holiest of holies, then we're out of that whole cycling system now. Think about it again really deeply. If we look, look at the, the acacia tree, it's not dimethyltryptamine, it's the acacia. The acacia is the bush that grows green in the desert. Like it has a long story. It's like the real burning bush for real. Right. And so they were already knowing they can synthesize this on some level or another because if they were on the, in tune with it, when they ate something, it took them into other worlds. So this is what uh, you saw with uh, the coming in of the thousand year reign. Like they, you, they always tell you about this thousand year reign of darkness. Right. And some people don't know if it's yet to come or if it already came. It is what we call the dark ages, the thousand years of where they basically took the hive mind women and remove them from this plane and put them into somewhere else. We'll just leave it like that, because what happens is, is that when you become disconnected from your mother, meaning you'll do what hurts your body. See, people are not seeing this on, on all levels. Your mother is your earth. Your earth is your body. So when you go and you eat something that is harmful for the body, this means you'll kill yourself. Mm -hmm. This means you don't have enough respect for the liver and the entity that it is because it is a planet. And this is why everyone was given their own universe. You don't have to see these universal, these stars and Uranus and all this as these mytholo mythological external characters that they created. Each person has an entire universe inside them. But guess what? 
they've been doing dirty to their universe. Mm -hmm. See, what's happening here on Earth, like I said, when I finally got to the bottom of it, there was something very symbiotic about what we were all doing that was allowing us to be here. But guess what? There's also different stages of here. Meaning on this planet, you can live a beautiful, wonderful life. You can live in what's called paradise if you can actually achieve that vibratory frequency. Or you can live in, in the worst level that it could ever really, you could ever really know of. And that's happening now. That's always been an option for this planet. So when we're looking at something that's changing, Earth is ever changing and evolving. You see what I mean? What, what we're also here to do, that's why they call it Tend the Garden, is that we actually got to the point where we were able to control the cycles of Earth. Now, control, not in a sense where I have control over her. This is like us trying to be masochistic with the Earth. It was a symbiotic relationship of where we... You see, you see the connection, and I just had that the idea itself. But basically, well, it, it's exactly what we're doing right now. Seven, we're spraying stuff in the sky. We're trying to control the weather. We're creating droughts. Uh, we're trying to control the earth in that sense right in now, synthet in a synthetic way. Because well, remember, you'll always be able to catch the synthetics because everything they use to do what they do, they use only. They only have an ability to do it on a chemical level. Like they can create chemical salt, but salt comes from the ocean. So when you put those sauce together, when to the average person's taste, they take both of the sauce. Both of the sauce taste the same, but they're not the same. But and, and only the person who is in tune can tell which salt is different. Everything is like that. This is what I'm really trying to explain to humanity that you actually will see an entire entirely different reality meshed over this one. Some people call that like when they see something on the corner of their eye or something like that. And I was explaining this on the other show. What happens is, is that the next dimension doesn't really use what we call an ear to, I mean, in an eye to see things. It uses a sense like a tentacle. So if you happen to see something, the worst thing you can do is give off the signal that I see something. That's why it immediately disappears because now it knows that you can see it. So it disappears when you don't give off a frequency of being shocked. This is how you actually get off the body, get out of the body. Most people, when they actually almost get out of the body, they get so startled. Oh, my goodness. They come back into their body because fear is gravity. Fear is actually holding us into the body because the body actually thinks that if the spirit leaves it, it'll die. You see, the body was its own. We came here to teach the body a lesson. It's like the ultimate animal. It contains all of the animals inside of one thing. So all the lessons that we were going to give as graduated beings to all the animalistic natures, it was going to happen now. <laughs> well, that's true. And, that's true and false at the same time, Seven, because like we said earlier in the first in the first hour, uh, Dolores Cannon explained to me why when we get almost get into an accident or something like that, we actually remember from a third party or a third person perspective because the spirit actually jumps out of the body at, before the point right, of impact. But what, makes the, what makes the body animate is still the essence that is the same essence that is in the spirit. You see, like, even when you see an ant, ant is a slowed down vibratory frequency of a certain spectrum of light. When you finally get to the focal point of that light, if we ever reach it, it's all of these lights coalesced in one huge ball. There's no real separation there. And that's really what you see when you shine things to a prism. Now you actually see the secret to the pyramid again. See, when you shine a light, if it's just one solid color into a prism, it makes seven colors. So although it appears like seven colors, it's really just one color. So all that's happening in our reality is this slowed down vibratory frequency, which is called light, is now become solid to us. 
And the reason why we're able to match up with it through biorhythm is because we resonate with the frequency that it's generating. This is called like. That's why it's the most powerful thing now, the like button. Now, like means that this is now the cast that I choose to be molded in. This is the, ele- this is the stop on the elevator where I get off, is what you're saying to the universe. The universe has no problem with letting you off on the elevator of a timeline. Really, if you study the deeper knowledge also, it calls them the tunnels. That the tunnels of time, the smear that we're leaving across these realities is a tunnel that can be ran back down when you use a lighter body. Now, that's why I was saying the body that we're in now was actually seen as glorious because it was like one of the slower ones where you can slow down things and actually experience them, taste them, basically, five sense them. The other frequencies contain different parameters. We're not even saying there are senses on those other frequencies, but guess what? There is some universal information that works whatever frequency you're on. This is what you need. You need the actual data that works on all dimensions. That way you never get lost. Now, I'll lead a person to the first key of getting it. You have to check the Lord, meaning that inside of your body, I'll take it on that level, there is entities that are there now in their bacchus or bacteria form. They are not good bacteria. They only seek to propagate their evil. Now, again, I'm showing you in the body, but also in the physical reality, when a Lady Gaga songs go out, it spews this negative dark vibratory frequency like you see on the movie Twilight mm-hmm. that the one guy is using. It spews that stuff everywhere. It's anti-life. It chokes life like a weed or a vine. So you also see why the Lord that they installed, and now he's not giving you his name, by the way. Jesus is a title. It just means basically fish God. So which fish God? <laughs> because if you're from an ocean, and this is what I keep also saying to people, we're in layers of water already. If you're a being that has never experienced water, even on land, you're still soaked in water. There's humidity all around us. So what's connecting us, though, another secret, is the salt. This is why you have to watch out what salt you eat on that level. But the salt is symbolic in the ancient text as being of the covenant. When you look at salt on a geometric level, it makes a cube. Now you'll see why they're marching around the Kaaba, because they see that as the saltus, which means the vagina, the womb, the place where they can create. But what are they creating? This is the deeper level to what's going on behind the religions and the Diaboli. They're pushing energy into an antimatter God. And the reason why the God became false is because it's an external God. Anytime something steps up and says, I am the one, oh my goodness, somebody sit down. He's playing with numbers again. This is the zero we're from, the O, meaning that everything that is outside of what you can imagine is there. It's limitless. It has to be that way because it's the infinite source that we all draw upon. If someone wants to start limiting it, they'll kill us. And so now we're in a reality where somehow they got currency or current in your body synonymous with green trees that are dead, which is money. They're playing a mean game because nobody really understands how they work and how just a piece of paper, also known as a talisman, can change an entire world. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you see it just in Solomon's text, the Keys of Solomon's, or sometimes you see it in somebody's passing it through their hand in whatever country you go to. There is a connection that we have that's together and somebody's abusing that. 
Now, I'll tell you first, this tackling this abuse starts in the body. Do not go and try to go against physically, physically go up against this kind of entity. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to take another quick break. Final segment on the other side. All right, we're back, ladies and gentlemen. Final segment with seven special thanks to everybody tuning in, everybody who downloaded the archives, and of course, to seven for joining us this Friday, March 22nd, 2013. Now, I made a comment earlier, and Seven kind of chuckled at it, and I wanted to see why he chuckled at it, and also get his take on what the best way to dispose of the body is. For those of you just joining us, I said, what I want to do is have a sky burial, because I feel like that would be giving back the body, back to the earth, uh, through the death, through me leaving, I can actually create more life and feed life that's already here, and I don't need the body anymore after I leave. The second choice would be cremation, of course, because uh, I don't trust my body staying here embalmed, not with everything that EA Coetting has told me, the black magician that we have on on a regular basis. <laughs> I don't want to be victim to anything like that. But Seven, what is your take on that? Yeah, they may try to resurrect me. I didn't think about that. You know, they might not bring him back. He was the one that knew. <laughs> well, he no, was talking uh, about some chilling things. He was talking about I, just I, taking pieces of the body and uh, being able to bind the spiritual force to the body, use that in black magic ceremonies and things like that. Yeah, I'm, I'm aware of his work. I'm also aware of his fr where he's from. And, uh, you know, we'll be, we'll be seeing each other. That's just how it works. So, um, you know, it's just one of those things where there's many characters in this reality. Like there's even Chris Angel. He's a character out there. And eventually, you know, all of this plays out like a superhero story, to tell you the truth, you know, but that's just the part that humanity is going to have to see and experience it rather than, you know, be told about. But uh, it's some wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Elaborate on that comment a bit. You know where he's from and you'll see him again soon. What, what do you mean by that? Well, first of all, we're all in a body. So that means that everything that's done in the dark is going to have to come to the light anyway when the light shines. Now, if you can imagine that, let's say on the bottom, then on, on, on one spectrum, you have red. OK, and then on that, on the top end of the spectrum, you have blue. And when you put them together, right, because these are the two conflicting colors, you get this purple. Right. 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 OK, so the purple is coming in now. And the purple is actually the harmonic field. And that's why I was saying you're not, you have an evil foot and a good foot. Okay. You have an evil knee and a good knee. You have a good side of the brain, bad side of the brain. If you want to play those games, but you also have, there's these cross points. And that's why the cross became the most powerful symbol is a symbol of earth. Because at some point you meet up with your actual other opposite octave. Because the synthetic world created a world of shadows they call it the tunnels of set. And when they can actually, when the Lord traps someone spiritually, there are then trappers or hunters. And that's why God was the, God, the God, God was hurting the hunter. And they trapped souls like they skin animals and the rest of all of, they want to trap on, on, under the microscope and in realities like this one and all different types of levels they're doing this. This is not just something exclusive to earth. So then purple spectrum moves in because it's not going to take the namaste love and light person that is going to fix the problem, but you're going to need some of that. And it's not going to take the cat that's in the hood slinging dope, but you're going to need some of that. See, it's the conclusion for humanity's drawbacks is actually going to be the coalescing of all of what everyone has been doing. So they can't say that, oh, this is something I'm not familiar with. And then that's going to actually show them that it's going to show who's doing what and who believes in what. And then that's when the choices, the real choices are going to come in. 
Because now that when a person sees clearly what everyone is, what, what many of these people that are practicing this level and system of magic are doing, I just call it the template, then it ceases to work on them. It's like the glasses on uh, um, They Live. Right. All of a sudden you start seeing it everywhere. And then when you have the higher understanding of it, because remember, they're synthetics. So all they did was they took Mother Nature's knowledge and they turned it 180 degrees. That's why they show their star upside down. They even drew a star. You see, this is how deep it goes. Like you can't limit something that has limitless potential within a two dimensional sigil and then embed it within a generation's mind that that sigil actually means production. You see what I mean? This is a deeper thing that they were that we're playing that the deeper game that they're playing, but they're sneaky. Sneaky in a sense that a symbol when it's flashed to you does something to you. You may not be able to feel it anymore, but it does something. Right. So if someone knows what it does and they're just flashing you symbols. And what kind of person is that? You see what I mean? And so that's what's coming to be checked because it's an orbit. And this is this becomes also the labors. Now, this is why when you have these sun hero myths, they say the sun hero is so strong that he's actually got his grandfather on his back and his son in his hand. And you can imagine the woman doing the same thing with her grandmother on her back and her daughter in her hand is the position that humanity is in and how we function. If you can just catch that glimpse of just ancient time and how we're put together. So we've been trudging through a vast ocean with sharks and whales and Cthulhu's and Leviathans and all sorts of stuff. And we're the only ones now that haven't seen to figure out that we are actually all connected. We're still running around here choosing to pick up the template because the template brings the, the material prosperity. So this brings me to the answer of the question. Because you asked me, what are my top ways of leaving? Okay. First of all, dematerialize. Number one, it's in the etymology. Once you're gone, all you need to do is have your mind where you're connected not to the material and they will probably won't even find a body. <laughs> the next one is the shroud. There is a way to oscillate the vibratory frequency. If you can find the harmonic balance and bring all the planets back to life and regeneration, you power up the jet, you go into a higher frequency and it leaves like a smear on this reality. And it also fulfills the promise you made to the beings that you're still instructing. Don't forget about them. This is a school. You take them with you. Like this means on the, on the metaphorical level, you take the body with you and you rematerialize it wherever you go. This is just something that you're capable of doing. And obviously you see that's beyond where most people can think. Absorb. This is one of the more traditional methods. You just give the body back to nature and make sure it gets enough of the real organic nature and it will find its way back into life to assist what it needs to do. On its level, because remember, the you don't really want to sever any ties. That's why I like to, I'm giving it to you in a sliding scale. You want to be responsible for everything that has ever been given to you that is given that has had some level of sentience, and that's that's what they want to say is remember the promise. There's, there's why leave? That's what the song says. You always want to go, but you never want to stay. Why leave? Because where else is there to go but inside? I can metamorphosize, I metamorphosize the entire reality. This is what happened. When I changed frequency, I was ejected from, from the US. Like basically my frequency was no longer harmonic with the, what they're doing in the United States. So I had to go to another country that has another custom. And that happened on a mental, physical and spiritual level. 
Now I've been climbing up and down a ladder. I'll tell you, I've actually been to higher states of consciousness where it just, it's just compact, <laughs> compact, uh, pure energy. And then it transforms in this reality to information. Seven, we're, just, we're running out of time. We've got about three minutes left. I do want to ask you this because somebody brought this up and I didn't even realize it until just now. Tell us a little bit about your shirt. I know exactly who it is, but just for the audience that doesn't know, because I love that shirt. That is awesome. Actually, I think this is... Um, That's Alex Gray. Mm -hmm. That's Alex Gray. Okay, yeah. yeah. I, I, remember, well, I, call it the, I call it the DMT shirt. It is. That's exactly what it is. He, he, he made a bunch of paintings from the DMTI, and that's one of them that you've got on your shirt. Yeah, this shirt right here is uh, it's an awesome shirt. I just jumped on camera real quick, so I had to throw something on, but I, I see with all those eyes. But I definitely want to say thank you also for hosting the show. I mean, it's been awesome. I'd love to see your growth. And uh, I also love to see your connection. Like, it's very powerful because, of course, there's a current energy in the reality that loves to break good things apart. And when you create that bond, you defeat the gravity and actually get the strength that's necessary to hold together. And then it just becomes abundant in that. So don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to push people into having children when they don't want to, because just the bond that comes when two people connect is the spark. But remember, that spark actually does signal another being. Like it signals you afar off. You guys just have to know what's going on, but you on the up, you on the timeline can see yourself. And just like you're saying, you remember how you see yourself in the third person in the crib going like this? Right. This is because that's when you were looking at yourself through third person. This is like when I say, look, do you remember yourself on the playground as a kid? Now I'll tell you, when you were on the playground as a kid at that point, you felt something looking at you. It was you. Mm-hmm. You see, like this thing, once you open up the pipeline, it's, that's what nonlinearity is. That's how it manifests. It just manifests. You can feel yourself. And so this is what, this is a feeling thing. It has nothing to do with just some data. And so, you know, I know we're at the top of the hour, so it's been great. Very well said, Seven. Thank you so much. Give us your websites one more time, please. AfterQuest.com. You can find us there. We're definitely going to be on Sunday on AfterQuest Season 2. You definitely want to check us out. Excellent. It's called the Kings of the, the Keys to the Inner Kingdom. Excellent. And ladies and gentlemen, 7 is spot on. That's exactly what we did December 21st, 2012. We created that spiritual union because there was a lot of forces working to drive us apart. But there are other beings calling at us, but I don't think it's children. It's every one of you out there. It's our hosts on KTFRN. It's everybody who's hearing the message. That's who I feel responsible to. We love you. Kiss the one you love right now because you never know when the last time is going to be. And would you like to say goodnight, Cherie? Good night, everyone. See you tomorrow. All right, guys. We love you. We will see you tomorrow, 2 o'clock Pacific time, right here on KTFRN and on Genesis as well.